How would you cope with a bout of depression that no one knew you were going through? Welcome to Helpers of Joy, a weekly program telling real stories from Christian ladies to help bring joy to your life. Today, my friend Sarah is going to share with us how the Lord got her out of a very dark place in her life. Welcome to the Helpers of Joy radio broadcast. This is Amy Sapp. I want to introduce to you Sarah Green. Sarah serves alongside of her husband, Pastor Seth Green, in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I love Sarah. Sarah is very down-to-earth and funny. One of my very favorite things about Sarah is she is so real. I love people that are real. Don't you? The title of today's program is When Darkness Stalks, written by Sarah, and I want to share it with you today. The Bible says in 1 John 1, verses 5 through 7, This is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. The Bible also says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 8, Again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. Depression is a blackness, a darkness that, like a cold fog, wraps itself around us. It seeps into our very souls, clogging our thinking, slowing our movements, and stealing our happiness. This blackness has claimed millions and had its cold fingers in my chest. I turned to my book, and the sun came through. After reading these verses today, I understand how my night turned today. That paragraph is pinned in Sarah's Bible beneath those verses in John. Her night started after one of the best things that can ever happen in her life, the birth of a child. We hear of postpartum depression, and really, it means nothing. Sarah's precious baby came, and suddenly, she just couldn't cope with the everyday stresses of life. She didn't scream. She wasn't angry. She didn't want to harm herself or her child. Sarah didn't even lay around eating junk food and watching movies. She just couldn't smile. Music was annoying, not uplifting. Flowers smelled like steamed cabbage. Her Bible was just a bunch of words on a page. Matter of fact, they were black words, which matched her mood. No matter what she tried, she could not shake the feeling of gloom and inability to be okay. Sarah never said a word to her friends. How could she? Sarah had always been a happy, silly, life-of-the-party kind of gal. She ruefully remembered how she used to cast a critical eye on a struggling sister who wasn't spiritual enough to overcome her sadness. Her husband never noticed. He worked out of town six days a week, and on the one day he was home, he was so full of ministry and belated errands that if she had been brave enough to tell him of her internal struggles, he would have never really known the depths that the coldness had sunk to in her heart. Her family lived over a thousand miles away. She was truly alone. Sarah learned two things in her struggle to overcome the darkness that had enveloped her life and her heart. The first was so cliche that it actually made her mad at first. Her Bible. Sarah could not read it. Her mind was clouded, and it all seemed a jumbled mess. 
She was desperate for comfort, so she downloaded the app Bible Is. Every night as she laid down, alone, in a huge bed with a husband hundreds of miles away and usually unable to talk, she would turn on the Psalms and listen. Night after night, Sarah listened to King David with his soaring emotional highs and plunging despairing lows. She could feel the same sorrow as she cried out, Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. That is found in Psalms 42, 8. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. Mine eye is consumed because of grief. It waxeth old because of all mine enemies. That's Psalms 6, 2 and 7. As she listened to the Psalms, a small crack of light broke through the fog like a toddling baby. She took another tiny step. Sarah began to pour over Psalms and the New Testament, reading and rereading passages that brought comfort. Soon, she started to pray out loud the scriptures. Psalms 121 verses 2 and 3 says, My help cometh from the Lord. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. And finally, the toddler steps turned into a run. She learned a literal way to cast her burdens on the Lord. She mentioned to a friend, that she was stressed about something trivial. Her friend said, Sarah, anyone can hold a glass of water for a little bit, but after several hours, it gets uncomfortable. A whole day longer, it is agony. Give your glass to Jesus. That night, she lay down. Sarah thought about her personal family tragedy that she was walking through with some of her family. She thought about their stacked up bills. She thought about their uncomfortable church situation. Those were just the big ones. As she felt the fear and doubt creep into her mind, she remembered the glass. In her mind, she pictured each of these problems as a glass of water. Sarah began to pray, pouring all of her hurt, fear, and anger at one situation into a glass. She labeled that glass and prayed, Dear Jesus, this is troubling me tonight. Can you take my glass for me and hold it? I can't hold it anymore. One by one, Sarah handed her glasses to Jesus, and now, every night, that is what she does. Coming out of depression doesn't happen overnight. The Bible says in Psalms 40, verses 2 and 3, he brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. He hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. The second lesson that Sarah's bout of depression taught her was, be there for the downtrodden sister. She was afraid to tell anyone of her struggles. Sarah was fortunate in that her agony was only a year long, not decades long. People still do not know the depths of her agony and all the things that added to it. Life is hard. It can be tragic. In the darkest of her valley, if you had seen her on a Sunday, you would have never known how dark her heart was, how cold, how broken. Be an unjudgmental ear and understanding heart. Be kind, long-suffering, and gentle to the woman brave enough to share with you. Be aware that she's probably only sharing the very tip of the huge iceberg. Bring the sunshine into her life to help clear away the cold fog of her depression. The Bible says in Romans 15 verse 1, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Ladies, let's be the strong woman 
willing to help the weak. And dear lady who is weak, don't be afraid to reach out for help. There is help to be had. Find a lady who has been through the darkness and come out a victor. She will understand. Don't be ashamed of your struggle. If King David can struggle, fall, struggle, fall, and still be a man after God's own heart, then maybe our weakness can be used too. My strength is made perfect in weakness. This is Amy Sapp helping you help others have joy. You can get more encouragement and read more stories from Amy Sapp and the Helpers of Joy by joining the Helpers of Joy 2 Corinthians 124 Facebook group, helping you help others have joy. Join the movement.